Previously on Riftwake, a roguish individual by the name of Elaine Tell, who was being questioned rather thoroughly by the Church of Petra, was recruited to aid the party in their mission to rescue Gorfromnaheim from the Adventurer's Guild that he turned himself into. Also aiding in the quest is an old friend of Gorf by the name of Morris Pembroke, and it is hoped that with these two individuals aiding the party that Gorf will be home safe and sound. Hi there, my name's Nathan and I'm the Dungeon Master of Refway. I'm Caden and I play Gorf from Naheim! Golden Paladin. <laughs> I'm Remy, playing Herlin Hornbrew, Dwarven Warlock, Mars Pembroke, Human Barbarian, and the combat portions of Elaine Tell, Human Rogue. <laughs> I'm Mitch and I play Harlan Hornbrew, the other dwarf guy, yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to Riftwake. So, the party currently is sat in the Dainty Flower. Let's say it's late in the evening, all the people who, like, would have been here to eat have either already gone upstairs to sleep or gone um, back home. You're currently sat in the empty um, inn. Uh, you have been told that in the next morning somebody will join you. Um, you know this to be uh, Morris. I keep on forgetting that Caden can't say a, say a thing because it's in prison. Show do love Riftwake! Okay, Wait, um, though, um... Remy, would you be, uh, like... Would you like the idea of Caden for this episode taking the reins no. of the... No, no, oh, the rogue. Yeah, that's no. fine. That's fine. I yeah. thought you were gonna say Morris, and fuck no. <laughs> Currently, um, does the party have any plans? So, when do we want to actually begin this task do we want to do something like just before dawn do we want to do brash midday uh, wait until tomorrow night well, let's wait until next night yeah indeed that would make sense uh, time to assemble the crew and make a plan for the actual event <laughs> so in that case let us all bed up and we'll meet with this acquaintance of teresa's come morning Okay, party hits to bed, and uh, awaken the next morning, and while they're having their breakfast, they hear the door um, being knocked uh, by a strong hand, and doors creaked open, and a large red-headed man enters the building. Morning, Teresa. So what's your score got himself into this time? Well, it seems like he, he got himself captured, but he let himself get captured to money. She looks extremely, like, confused as to, like, the entire scheme that they have, because it seems so unthinkable that you would just give yourself over to the Avengers Guild. So once the the two of them have that exchange, Harlan will just kind of, like, wave Morris over to their table. Ah, hello there. I suppose you would be the friend of Teresa and Gorf to aid us in this. Yep, Morris Pembroke. Pleasure to meet you. I, I'm sure. Uh, Harlan Hornbrew, likewise. And like, he has like a notable just like look of distaste just looking at this just muscle head with a big hammer on his back. Anyway, this is my brother Herlin, uh, our new acquaintance Elaine. Hello there, mate. So, how are we fixing his problems this time? Uh, no, they fucking hide me, I'm gonna fucking shoot their ankles off. So, um, Meek, Meek is going to look to the rest of our party and say, Meek got an idea. We kill them all. 
with spear. And then he shakes his, like, javelin by his glaive. <laughs> is that the kind of shit that'll really get all of us in trouble? Uh, me don't know. Because, like, this is one place, but there's more of them around, right? Hmm. Make say we, we kill him harder. And then he shakes his glaive. <sighs> like... Harlan just kind of puts his face in his hands, just like, God damn it, why am I <laughs> surrounded by these musclehead idiots? <laughs> oh my. Okay, let's let's try this again. Um wouldn't it be a more interesting challenge to simply knock them out and escape with your friend our friend Gorf? Escape? Escape not breathe. Make us brave. Okay, what's the word then for bravely leaving a place after winning uh run away that okay so we run away we, we get golf and then we bravely run away brave run away i see yes okay but but knock out not not kill okay we kill and we run away brave brave sir robin bravely run away what's wrong with a fucking hook seems a bit of a something wrong with me well, he's a very strong friend of Gorfromnaheim, so his aid should be very useful inside the guild. Meek is useful. <laughs> he smiles. <laughs> sure, it seems like a bit of a fucking, a fucking dumpty, you know? No, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know what you just said. All right, don't worry about it. Okay. Hmm. I would also say it would be worth a stop at Doric's to, well, supply ourselves in anticipation of this, to be ready, because, well, my brother and I, and also that tall gentleman Morris and yourself, make have rather distinctive armor weapons. So it would be best if we found a way to hide such things, to make it uh, easier. And he, like, slowly, like, just glances in uh, Meek's direction, just an easier brave runaway when we win. <laughs> easier brave runaway. That is a sentence. Meek nods attentively. All right. So we breakfast, and then we go to Doric. Okay. So the party finishes breakfast, makes their way to Doric's place. And as they enter Doric's um, shop, they find him leaning back on the couch with Sally in his arms, and then he's like rocking about. I'm sorry, couch? Left and right. Wait, couch? Yeah, yeah, there's a couch. I thought you were going to say Sally between his legs, but you know. Not during business hours. <laughs> Not for we need them having some sort of fucking abomination. Like, like he, he has a couch, couch to receive people, you see. Like, like where he sits and he's relaxing. Ah, Garuk, you heard about the recent shit with Garuk? Uh, you you sent him to get uh captured. Wait, what? Like, uh, he he doesn't know. I can't fucking remember. He is filled in. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the 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 dwarf um over there, and he just points at Harlan. Uh, Harlan, it was um he said uh well sent Garuk to get captured, like beat him up, sent him to get captured so that they could get some coin. You know how it is, and then they were going to capture him back. But, uh, they fucked up. Well, hold on a sh- hold on. If I was just fucking told that the Adventurer's Guild had their own holding cells, that's the kind of thing that someone ought to tell me. Well, uh, maybe she had done your research. Yeah. Now, uh, my good friend is in a jail. He's gonna get his neck removed. Deservingly. Well, not if we have anything Horrible. to say about it. And that's why we're here. So... How many people do you think are in the guild? Like, actually in there, not members. So, Dorek's going to ruffle his beard, and he's going to think, hard oh, think. 
and he says, uh, from my experience, uh, I've, I've, I go there pretty often, so I would say there's maybe about six guards at any one time. The quite a diverse bunch, you see, because they, they, a lot of them, adventurers, <laughs> adventurers guild, you see. Um, and it depends, because there are adventurers there, and yeah, sure, they are members, but uh, I'm not sure if they will, well, intervene if you do attack the place, because, well, they are just members, they're not really getting, it's more like a business transaction. Does the guild have any magical way to shout out an alarm, or do they literally have to step out to shout an alarm? Ah, that, um, I would think that they would have something magical. But, uh, yeah, I mean, have you seen the magical items they use? Magical tablets and whatnot. I don't know what other things are, so go on. What else? Well, it's highly likely that um, in one of the rooms, maybe a guard room of sorts, uh, you might be able to find some kind of panic button because the guild does carry a lot of gold on it. And, um, well, they want to keep it safe. So you probably don't want to get them all riled up, if you know what I mean. Indeed. So with that in mind, I'm well aware that some of our armor and weapons are more than a little bit distinctive. Do you have any just full-body cloaks or just anything magical, perhaps, that would help disguise us? Well, I, I don't really sell typical clothing. Most of my stuff is just metal. Um, if you want to find a tailor, there's Johnny down the road. He makes pretty cheap stuff. It's pretty good, but nothing magical. Do you have anything... Hmm. I'm most concerned about Morris and Meek here. Their weapons are both rather unique. Is there a way that would just change the form of them enough to not be recognized, or an alternative to use during this entry? Right, uh, let me see. He gets up from the couch that he's just been reclining in, and uh, puts Sally on the table, and like, hobbles his way into the back. For a split second you see, um, Ollie, the, uh, gnome at work in the back, and Doric picks out a couple items and walks out. Well, uh, I got these. Um, this is a good glaive. Pretty similar to what uh, Meek's got. Meek, 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 like, hugs his fucking uh, glaive. That, that, it's like this odd, like, the, the blade isn't really a blade. It's more like this piece of metal that was destroyed when the troll god attacked. And then, like, the... Yeah, wasn't it like a chunk like, of breastplate, if I remember right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, it's just in shaped into a weapon and he's like meek 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 keep keep pointy this is pointy mine meek meek meek, meek pointy meek um think of it like a game where we're trying out a, a lesser pointy so that you're that much better with pointy after can you roll me a like uh persuasion <laughs> i can try i just find it really fun because um his god tier weapon is caught pointy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, eh? God damn it! That yeah. was between 16 no, and 17 on the die. Yeah. Alright, so I got a 12. Okay, so Meek is gonna shake his head and say, but, but, but pointy, pointy mine. Pointy is Meek's. Meek, Meek, uh, Meek only can fight with pointy. But pointy is big. How do you fight in a small space? Meek pauses. And he, he, he looks at Arlen and says, Oh, by the gods, you're right. Meek pointy, too pointy to 
small space. Okay, so, uh, then Meek, like, grabs Pointy and, like, like you can see him, like, considering whether he wants to snap it in half to make it shorter. And he's like, he shakes his head. Meek can't do it. No, no, no. You don't need <laughs> to do that. You don't need to do that. We're just going to borrow something and let you figure out what you'll want to make in the future to be little pointy. So this is practice for little pointy. Meek's um, eyes widen and he says, Oh, little pointy. Okay. Uh, he, he looks through the stuff and... Um, Do you have any javelin or uh, longsword or some such? That'd be a good indoor weapon. <laughs> he, he picks out a, like a longsword and he says, Ah, Meek, Meek like this knife. Knife. Uh. <laughs> and Doric's going to nod, just like a small and nod at me, and so, like, all right, big guy. Um, that will be. Uh, let me check. How much is a longsword again? Uh, first off, is it just regular, or is there anything magicy? Uh, level one plus one. Then uncommon magic item somewhere between uh one hundred one to five hundred. Okay. Uh, this is uh a hundred and twenty gold pieces. Make pauses and then looks around for some gold on his person if i, I can't remember did nor take his yes. gold i don't think he ever knew he had gold yeah but he didn't didn't know so yeah. he has like 10 gold pieces on him <laughs> and he's like meek no gold Meek sad uh, all right i'll help you this time meek but keep in mind in the future to pay me back later okay Me- meek looks like a ha- like a happy child like like he's smiling he- he's kind of doing like, like like he looks like he wants to run around the room but he knows that he'll cause like a lot of destruction so he's he's just trying to keep himself calm holding pointy in his hand with, with the, the with, with small pointy in the other hand mm-hmm. yes all right then so we do want you to get some practice with little pointy so given how big pointy is uh can we just keep it in your back room dork for the day dork um nods and like like nods to Mick and says Mick, um hand me pointy i'm gonna take good care of it in fact uh i'll, I'll just make sure that it's cleaned up and you know all the better and then me just like nods with a smile on his face and just hands it over and like holler just like 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 you just see like he, he just gives it straight over without questioning a thing <laughs> and yeah that's it okay and then morris that is a rather large hammer. Is it a distinctive one for you? Like, how well known is that weapon's use? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. What, what, what does Morris use again? So, Big Mall. Have you named it? I don't think that Morris has. In which case, no, it's not. Alright, so it's just a... Yeah, it is powerful magically, but eh, it's just a big yes. hammer. Okay, cool. Okay, so in that case... Right, I guess we'll just go visit the, that tailor friend you recommended, and with luck, uh, Goref will be free by morning. Um, given that this is a nighttime adventure, uh, do you have a living quarters here around the shop, or do you live elsewhere? Doric nods and says, well, I live, um, well, on the other side of town. It's a rather small place, but I do pretty good for myself. Okay, so in that case, uh, would you be able to discreetly keep Pointy with you for us to 
retrieve it from you later in the night. All right, uh, give me a second. He, he, he like takes, he opens his pouch, grabs pointy, and then puts it in, and then he closes it. Oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> he just casually does it. All right. Uh, I know where Doric lives, so I can take you over there when we're done. Oh, thank you, Morris. All right, is there anything else besides the cloaks, then, that we would need in preparation? Oh, uh, I don't suppose you have any potions. Doric uh, says, what do you want? I probably won't have it, but if it's something oh, common, I might have it in normal healing potions. the back somewhere. I mean, not really. Uh, Morris, don't, don't you have a discount with your boss? I get a discount. You don't? I haven't needed any. Usually things just die pretty quick nowadays. Right, uh, I mean, the red flask has still been open ever since all the crap that went down I mean, last month. Sure, we can go ask Sabrina. Or, actually, right. wait, maybe that's not a good idea. Um, she <laughs> kind of hates Gore Scots. I mean, he, he did kind of kill her da. Right, uh... Yeah, just build it I mean, you could just ask her and not uh, mention Gorf at all. Like, do I get an employee discount? I suppose... I, you know. I, I, oh, Alright, fine. <laughs> Onwards! <laughs> Alright, and just to kind of try to get through this a little faster, can we just say we just get full concealing cloaks? and not worry about talking that part out. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So we get cloaks that just cover us completely so that our distinctive shiny silver armor is not so shiny and distinctive. Uh, besides that, uh, do we want to just uh, have a just roll for Morris just to see how well that goes? Okay. All right, let's see. He has got a whopping... I want to play it out some, some all right, bit. All right, fine. We can do the talky bit. Come on, Remy. I'm, I'm not trying to stretch it, but it's kind but of... You, but you are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, wait. No, I no, like no. This. No. It's fun. Red Flask is just a shop. Like, you could just right. go and buy the potions. Yeah, you could. Let's do that. And build them to Blackthorn. No discount, though. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> but discount. You, you gotta get new. The crit one that makes him spill his guts. <laughs> no, he's just gonna go and just buy four potions. Okay, then. <laughs> you buy four potions. Uh, 200 and, gold. And entirely leave the hook on the ground where you're left. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you you said at me, Remy. I don't care. Anyways. All right, so four just regular has... potions of healing. Yes. Sorry, the party worker. I mean. So the party, like, what, what what, does the party want to do at this point? You have your potions, you have your cloaks. I mean, honestly. What like, do the cloaks do? It's just to just cover up our armor. Like, they just need to be just good, like, you know how, like, a lot in a lot of fantasy, when it's raining, they just have those just full body cloaks that just, like, right, clasp right. around the neck and just covers everything? So it's it's not like, like, like active combat. No, 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 not at all. It's just a cloak. Yeah, it's, it's just a concealing cloak. I see, okay. And, like, when I heard, heard concealing cloak, I was like, oh. Oh, no, 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 not, yeah, not capital C concealment. Just, okay. no, yeah. just, uh. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's uh, very, very uh, expensive. Yeah, no, no, no. Out. Just like, oh, it'll be like one or two gold each. Just, it is a thing to keep rain it. off of us, but also covers our clothes. All right, then. I mean, honestly, also could just be so, useful later, just for weather's sake. Out of character, cloaks need to come back as a fashion thing. Amen. Cloaks are awesome. Cloaks could get stuck in the door, and then you would die. And then you just have a wrong size cloak on. And poor spatial awareness. Yes, that too. Like, like imagine you, you get out of the car, somebody clo you close the door, and then they start driving off, and then you die. I'm pretty sure your cloak would just rip. I, I want you to die. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> love you too, Nathan. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Dick. 
<laughs> it's just like I want you to die. Anyways, so like honestly, just like just take a nap, and then just once it is, okay. you know, late night, we just get ready to go. Okay, so it's uh, getting late. People are heading home. The sun is setting. All right. So, Yosefi and Natessa are also rather distinctive individuals, but you can't really disguise a wolf, so they will not be coming in with us, but they'll be ready to leave at a moment's notice once we are successful. So, uh, I do believe that I've prepared everything of consequence. Uh, does anyone else have any thoughts or ideas or plans before we begin? So... So this is Meek uh, speaking up. Meek think, uh, so we enter, we stab, and then we find Goreth and we save. In retrospect, we should have gotten you smashy instead of little pointy, but a little late now. <laughs> oh, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> Shit. Okay, is everyone prepared? No. Okay, what else do we need? A better plan, and someone uh, else do it, and us not doing this. Not in that order. Okay, I'll be honest, this is mostly simply a matter of honor and keeping my word at this point. I haven't even known Garf particularly long, but it would simply be improper if I were to, at the very least, not make an attempt. That being said, should things go particularly badly, I don't see a reason that we can't agree to give up the task should it prove infeasible to succeed. Is that a fair compromise, brother? Fair enough. So, uh, the, the rogue is just there. <laughs> like, um, the rogue that's been beat up yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. No, not a comment at all. Okay. So, yeah, outside of the adventure skill, chatting to each other. I mean, I hope we're not just loitering right outside. Okay. <laughs> I would think like, this hey, is just uh, like... The, the, like, the guard is like, looking at you all. We've been in the adventure like, guild lobby this plan. <laughs> You're in the lobby. You're talking right. about it real loud. Now, I do have one spell available that should be of rather significant aid to us during all of this. And uh, for 10 minutes, Harlan is just going to start chanting, and he is going to cast Telepathic Bond as a ritual, which for one hour forges a telepathic link among up to eight willing creatures of my choice within range, psychically linking us all to each other for the duration. Until the spell ends, Holy shit, the targets useful. can communicate telepathically through the bond, whether or not they have a common language. It is possible over any distance as long as we're all on the same plane. Yeah, that's really powerful. So it is not <laughs> concentration and lasts for one hour. Yeah, our doors are pretty awesome. Yep. Magic. All right. And so then I'm going to just assume now and just put out there that just all communication just should be telepathic going forward. Right. So that way we don't have to just specify this is out loud and this isn't. Let's just say it's all telepathic. So the first thing you hear is uh, Meek thinking, Meek hungry. Where's dinner? <laughs> we can have a celebratory dinner as soon as we're finished. All okay. right. So again, oh, also just for just logical reasons, can we also just say that like we have just like cloth masks as well? Just like kind of just classic, like just bandana masks. Bandito. Right, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I, I assume all of us have like a scrap cloth that we could just tie around our face. Right, you you, you would have a scrap yeah. cloth. Like, um, and it wouldn't be looked too oddly upon, yeah. like like it's not too, yeah. too common. I mean, common, we'd have that or we'd have bandages like, yeah. or something that we could use to wrap our face. Like, yeah. we'd all have something. No, it's fine. COVID mask, you know. Like it's the adventure yes. skill. There's all sorts of weird people exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. We are the bandage bandits. 
The sticky bandits. That's probably a reference. <gasps> Not the sticky bandits. <laughs> You're sick, you know that, Marv? <laughs> it should be so dead. Uh, anyway. I didn't get a thing, but okay. <sighs> there are good movies that exist that you will never see. Home Alone. Yes. Good stuff. Thank you, Caden. See, Caden's seen it. Come on, Nathan. Give it the program. <laughs> yeah. Wet He's like five years younger than you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was always like, everyone always said I looked like fucking Kevin McAllister. Huh. Oh, All dude, right. I got the same thing Isn't growing up. Isn't true. What? When I was a little kid, I looked just like Kevin McAllister. Huh. All right. Nobody ever told me that. <laughs> you don't know what he looks like. You look like. nothing yeah. like Kevin McAllister. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm Asian too. Yes. So like, Kevin McAllister's hair is the wrong color. All right. So also, we do want to have this go faster. So do we want to do this as a more blitz type of style, or we simply charge in and just hope for the best, or do we want to try going the sneak route to arouse less attention? We might blow our way in from the outside. We kill everyone. Raise the building. <sighs> okay. So inside, there's the back room to the Adventurer's Guild. We'll walk calmly through the lobby straight into there. And then from there, we'll head directly down to the basement. And then we'll see what happens once we get to there. And let's go. Okay. You're going to enter the lobby. There you go. Ooh, that's a cool map. Okay. So uh, what... So was the, so what was the population uh, at on top level then? So what you saw um, on the first level was basically there's like two two clerks working at the desks. One kind of seems sleepy, the other seems to be doing some paperwork. There was maybe one adventurer sitting on one of the benches, but he kind of seemed out of it. Okay, and the door is behind the counter that goes down here. It's beside the counter, so yeah. Um, oh, so that's kind of just to the left of the front door then. Yep. Okay, so given that people are occupied, then yeah, we should be able to just walk straight through that door then, yeah? Um, it's locked. Okay then. I could pick that? Yeah, I mean, if you just have like Elaine standing in front of Morris, she probably <sighs> wouldn't be super visible. Also, uh, just with her robe type, she's able to attempt as a bonus action. So technically, she's got two attempts a turn. Uh, how the fuck do I lock it? Um, just, just roll it as a stealth check because that's the right number. Right. Because you have expertise with lockpick. Okay. Uh, do I have lucky? I don't have lucky, do I? Bollocks. <laughs> Let me check my notes. No, I don't have luck. You pick the lock. Oh, I do. So, um, describe how you pick the lock. Right, that's what I do, yeah. I fucking, I shove a fucking hair clip in there, yeah, and I fucking twiddle it about a bit, yeah, and it fucking opens the door. The door creaks open silently. Um, let me just reveal this. And, uh, you see that to your right, there are two doors that lead into where the clerks are, and on the left, there seems to be a staircase leading downwards. Just as casual as can be, just head straight down the stairs. Alright, so head straight down the stairs all the way down. And we will close but not lock the door behind us. So you are going to... This is what you see. Mm -hmm. Stairs? Okay, so the stairs that we just come down, I'm guessing. Why is this map so fucking yep. huge? There's an endless void of bricks. We're in an extra dimensional space. So do we see any like hallways or doors uh, as part of this? Okay, so you do see, um, let me try and unmask a bit so that you can see it better. So, um, what you see... Okay. Ooh. Are these? 
Alright, I mean, strive the one to our immediate right. Well, hold on. First things first, do we hear voices from either direction? So you would hear sounds coming from your right, like people talking, but it would be very, very soft. Ah, so it seems there's people that way, so I say we go up. Okay. Alright, the way people aren't talking. Do you hear any, um, Northward, any cries of Gora from Nahim? Because I expect he'd be shouting quite a lot. You know, you can't hear it, don't you? You know what happened um, when he was one, uh, one thing. Yeah. Can, can, can one of you make me an Arcana check? Oh, like, uh, as you make your way down the last few steps of the okay. staircase. And I will aid my brother with guidance to give him an additional d4. Okay. Perlin, you're going to notice two things. The room beneath you has a, an enchantment that will detect... Um, if people who are not authorized to be there, you don't know how to authorize yourself, will um, basically set off an alert. that will alert everyone in the building. And you feel a suffocating sensation coming from your right, um, basically northwards, a suffocating sensation that comes northward that like tries that you almost feel is crippling your magic. So again, the anti-magic would have been talked about in the planning of this. Right. So I relay that information. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. Okay, so, sorry. So what direction is the anti-magic? Up. North, yeah. Okay, so we're going and the right And the voices way. are coming from the right. Voices are coming from in my head. Because when I said right, well, I yeah, meant up, are. because we're coming down the stairs. I meant from our perspective. That's a bit confusing now that I... Sure, Caden. So we're, yeah, we all right. agree, then, we're going that direction. We're going up, yeah? Yes. Right, cool, up. Okay, so as you head up, what you're going to notice is just... A long, empty hallway. It's not empty, this door. It's blank. Don't, 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 let's pretend it's all wall. <laughs> There's nothing on this hallway. Can you make me an investigation slash perception check? Also, by the way, um, there is the alert spell that I to told you about. So, um, are you going to do anything about it or you just walk in? Dispel magic? I don't know. I said there was an enchantment that would alert anyone. So, like, mm -hmm. un unless you just walked in, what do you do? <laughs> kind of important. Right. Uh, you know? I mean, I think we're just gonna go fast and hope for the best. Okay, then. Because I don't think any of us have Dispel Magic. Nope. Alright, so you really just activate the spell and uh, you enter this hallway. You look down it and you can hear the sounds coming from a head as well. Um, and they're getting louder. You can one of you make me an investigation check or perception check to just do one of them. Okay, that was shit. Someone else rolled. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Okay, so Morris is going to see that there's something very odd about the walls. Um, the pattern within the brick seems incorrect at some spots, and you suspect that it might be an illusion of sorts maybe a spell created them you're not sure i'm sorry what so uh, there's an illusion covering a door is that what you're saying like basically there's an illusion that's part of the wall hmm. there's some kind of magic-y bullshit here i have no fucking clue what it is though but so if one of you guys could either tell me what it is or i think i'm just gonna poke it and see what happens Oh my. Um, well, okay, so Harlan will walk over and just cast Detect Magic. What will that tell him? So there's like an illusory wall that is being held solid through magical means. And you can just detect the source of this magic coming um, on, on the map from your right, down this hallway down here. But you can hear sounds of people moving from, that, from there as well. So, yeah. so you said it's a solid illusion, so we can't just walk through it? 
Yeah. So if you were to dispel it, it would just be open. And uh, like using your detect magic, you can detect that there are five cells. Interesting. Well, that's what, what you okay. presume. Yeah. So it would appear that there is magic that is hiding a few doorways along this hallway and that it is sourced by something at the other end. So to the end we go. And um, while you're doing that, can you make me a quick perception check? Because something's going to happen as you make your way down this hallway. I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to have Harlan roll roll this. Oh, shit. All right, that was lucky. It was almost a 20. Yeah. Let me just put you on the map. So what you're going to notice is that embedded in the walls and floors are very small gems that glow purple, that, that, that remain inert. And then from the end of the hallway, you see them begin to flicker on one by one towards you Uh-oh. and um yeah so w- what do you do uh roll an arcana check to see That's... if i can figure out anything about this okay roll me an arcana check but yeah, yeah just do it okay uh i am gonna use guidance to see if that'll help any it does so adding three. Oh shite 12 <laughs> that's a 15. so just seconds before it, it reaches you you realize and you can sense it this is an anti-magic film that's beginning to fill this entire corridor and this entire level. Well, fuck. Okay, and this is more anti-magic. We need to simply get through, find the source of whatever, and turn everything off that we can as fast as we can. Let's go. Okay, so you ma- you, you make your way to uh, the end of the hallway and what you catch sight of. Okay, so what you're going to see? What you're going to see? What you're gonna see is that down the corridor are three people. Um, one of them is dressed in fully in plate mail, uh, plate mail, and um, you see that there's one dressed in a cloak, that of a mage, and a bard with them. And they are positions ahead of you. One is running down the corridor, like right about here. The other two are behind, running, ready to attack. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Refwake. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash refwakepodcast. Tier stars lowers a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Support us to get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, only access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Find us on social media, on Twitter at RefwakePodcast, on Facebook as Refwake, on Reddit on the subreddit r slash Podcast, and you can send us an email roughwakepodcast at gmail.com Thanks for listening. Bye!